0: with a high 52 pj's roofing when it comes to your roof they've got you covered visit pjsroofing.com i'm rod tanner
1: show your patriotism with the flag from the united states flag service they offer premium high quality flags that are made in the usa whether it's the grand old flag your favorite military flag or a historical flag celebrate your freedom with the flag from the united states flag service Go to usflagservice.com, that's usflagservice.com, to see their selection of available flags. And then call 1-800-USA-FLAG to purchase your flag today. USA Flag Service, fly your flag for freedom. The
0: following program does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of WFMD. The Jen Charlton Show on 930 WFMD and WFMD.com. Telling it like it is with your host, Jen Charlton.
2: Good morning, everyone. Welcome. It's great to have you here with us today. And we are going to cover some breaking news on election fraud and integrity and cover-ups. And uh, we had some audio, but unfortunately we're not able to access that for you, uh, on Steve Bannon's War Room that played uh, a, a segment with Katherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips, who were the producers uh, and co-founders of True the Vote, and they produced 2,000 Mules. So if you remember, 2,000 Mules is about actual evidence of people – Ballot stuffing and harvesting, and all the things that they did to manipulate and, frankly, inflate the vote to get their guy in. So, in other words, what we've been dealing with since, frankly, before the 2020 election is a series of events and occurrences that have covered up your vote. They have suppressed your vote. Why do I say that? Why does Georgia matter to Maryland? Well, it matters for a bunch of reasons, right? One, you know, we say election has consequences, so here's one. If you and I uh, vote a certain way in Maryland, we know that it's not likely we're going to get a U.S. Senator that's a Republican. So therefore, getting a Republican in in Georgia, and I think it was Purdue at the time, was critical. That was an important race to ensure the balance of power, to ensure that government doesn't go off the rails, to ensure that we maintain our sovereignty, like the southern border. All that happens in Georgia, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, you know, Oregon, affects us. So our vote is suppressed if another person's vote is inflated or um, I say another person's vote, really another state's votes are inflated to get an outcome like we lose a U.S. Senate seat, okay? So, and by the way, the balance of power in the Senate. So because of the 2020 election and the way that went, we lost foothold. Um, and so we're in a, in a space right now where our votes are suppressed, whether it's within our state, because of things going on in various jurisdictions that are illegal actions that have affected, in some cases, local races. It may not have been the governorship. We don't know. There are some people who believe that it, it actually was uh, manipulated and installed. But we can't get to the, the facts until we look at the data. So what has happened is they've been looking at the data. They've been looking at the data for three years except for those who haven't been looking at the data because they refuse to do their job, as we say, do your damn job. So we're looking right now at what's been going on in Georgia because of that fateful call that President Trump made, which was, hey, look, guys, I really think the votes are there. Go back and review your numbers. Look at what's, what actually happened. So the fact is that in this great uh, Bannon war room segment with Catherine Engelbert and Greg Phillips, they talk about 364,000 votes were ineligible. Those 364,000 Georgia votes represent 14% of their voter rolls. Now, That's interesting, first of all, because you're not allowed to have that many ineligible records, so they had dirty voter rolls, and I'm going to have Robert Bose on in a minute to go over that with us. But this 364,000 votes, of those, 67,000 actually voted who were ineligible to vote. You say, how can that be? Well, they cheated. That's what happened. 67,000 votes, they canvassed, they checked the numbers, they, found, they followed the IDs and determined that they, a vote was cast in their name. Some of them had moved, moved out of the area, out of state, so forth. The same work is being done in Maryland called the Maryland scorecard. In the scorecard, when the data comes out, which is shocking – it's somewhere north of 80,000 possible election violations. What is an election violation? That means somebody cheated, they broke the law, and they should be penalized or prosecuted for that. So in some cases, people are using the ID, and by the way, there is an ID assigned to every voter in these voter rolls. We're not required to present it, which is a whole other conversation. We should be required to present an ID that that confirms that we are that person when we cast a vote. That's why mail-in ballots and, and, and ballot boxes are so problematic, because people cheat. And when people have done some things that they've done, like what's going on with Hunter Biden and all of the different nefarious acts by the Biden regime, those actions are are treasonous. So they don't want to get caught. So they'll do anything, anything, anything they have to do in order to win, because treason's a serious matter. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to have with me Robert Bose, who's going to cover for us the breaking news on different election integrity issues, election fraud matters here and around the country. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Jen, and I have with me today on the phone Robert Bowes, and he's been with us many times. And uh, Robert is my go-to expert on election fraud issues, and he has been doing a phenomenal job across the spectrum to – try and take control and restore integrity to our nation's most really viable asset, which is the voting system. That's how everything else falls out of it. I just can't say it enough that elections have consequences, and we are living them right now with, O Biden et al. running things or not from the basement or some dark corner somewhere. So uh good morning, Robert. Welcome to the Jen Charlton Show. It's great to have you back.
0: Good morning, Jen. Great to be with you. Um yes, yeah, some interesting developments this week. I'd love to talk about with you. On uh, great. from Rudy Giuliani from Georgia, Katherine Craig Engelbrecht, and uh, what's going on that affects us in, in um in Maryland as well.
2: Fabulous. So let's let's start with, with Georgia because this is very compelling information and it and it uh, mirrors what's being done in New York and some other areas around the country with United Sovereign Americans, where they're tracking these voter rolls and they're tracking the criminality, frankly, that's occurred during our voting process over 2020 and 2022. Let's start with Georgia and 2020. What do you want to cover there? What is your kind of understanding of where we are?
0: Well, just – um, there, there are several uh, types of election fraud that we've, you know, in the last three years we've learned about, and it all emanated from changes to the way we do elections. Like with COVID and lockdowns and, and the, the advent of m- mass mailing ballots and mail-in votes, it, it totally changed the dynamics. So there's this cheat-by-mail function, and that now is on steroids. The way you can do cheat by mail is if you have dirty, v- dirty voter rolls, and that's basically having names on the voter rolls who shouldn't be on there or they're replicated or there's they, a, a different type typing or di- different zip code or different middle initial, and there may be two or three of the same p- derivation of the person. But in, in Maryland's case, they may have tens of thousands of extra names that shouldn't be on the voter rolls. In Wisconsin, it's three million names that are either dead moved illegals felons incompetence so now those states that have had in new york new york is a great example so they they, where there are uh inactive names that that can be exploited by by this mail-in ballot thing where they don't check your identification you basically can just go online and request a ballot to be sent to a particular address. it doesn't even have to be sent to the right address that's on the voter registration so that gets you, like, a, a, a live ballot. So that, that changed in, with COVID. And now this mail-in ballot process is, is really ripe for fraud. That's just one of the, one of the three areas. Um, so what Catherine Engelbrecht was talking about in Georgia, she's absolutely right. And, by the way, that's her background. She was, like, she was involved in cleaning up the voter rolls, and Greg Phillips was tracking down tra- uh, traffickers and, and, and criminals. With this geo geolocation tracking, the two of them got together to do the two thousand mules. But Catherine's real forte for years; she's one of the best in in cleaning up the voter rolls. And her, her research was to say that of the of the dirty the names that were listed on the Georgia voter rolls, sixty seven thousand of them voted and should not have voted. And these aren't really; they're probably not even real people, or they are people that have moved out of state and are voting in twice or in other places. So somebody. Somebody took their identity and requested a mail-in ballot, and they and they they mailed for them. They should that should not have happened. So, and it, that type of, that type of activity is happening all across the country, and it needs to be stopped. That's just on the voter rolls. I also want to uh, stop there and, and cover what happened. but the Rudy Rudy Giuliani trial was there in D.C. the last this last week.
2: Well, okay. So let's start with um, let's start with this notion of these dirty voter rolls and this is where we have to get activated and get interested in our voter rolls every single voter first of all needs to be going to these election board meetings and and frankly the way they hold them is not uh, you know they're supposed to have transparency they're supposed to have you know public meetings are are available to the public there's a there's a reason for that that's the accountability by we the people so when they shut us down at these board of election meetings because they don't want to hear what we have to say, they're actually violating, and I don't know which part of the Constitution, but I'm sure it's in there, you know, their responsibility to us as, um, as Catherine liked to say as stewards of the voter rolls, they have a responsibility to attend to these things and ensure that this gets cleaned up. So this, in the case of Georgia, it's my understanding that Raffensperger, who's a Republican, knew that their voter rolls were dirty. They were in a case because Stacey Abrams threw a, threw a fit when she lost and said you can't touch the voter rolls, so they left them dirty going into 2020. And here we have what we have in terms of 364,000 you know ineligible voters in the voter rolls which was enough to su- sway the the elections right but if those 364,000 votes were not included the ineligible votes and the 67,000 votes that they if we looked at them probably went toward the current winners if they weren't included then we wouldn't have probably the outcome we had not only in Georgia but in the nation would you agree with that
0: Totally. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So I think what Catherine is saying that that she found that the registrations at several hundred thousand that should not have been on the the voter registration rolls. But then when she went back in Kansas and found out and you can you can find out after the fact what the voter histories are, what, what how they voted or. Well, you can infer how they voted. You don't know necessarily who they voted for. But she's, she can tell you with 100% certainty that 67,000 of those ineligible registrations voted. And we believe, I believe with her, that those were nefarious um, you know, cheat-by-mail votes or dropped off in the drop boxes where they were intended to vote for Joe Biden and all the other Democrats. So, so it, it, everybody, and from David Perdue, I represented him. I still represent him. He, he, got, he got his race stolen from him. It affects Maryland, but Dave, Dave Trone in the sixth district of Maryland probably benefited from the same nefarious activity where, you know, tens of thousands of, of ineligible registrations, someone requested absentee ballot by mail on those names behalf and sent them in for Dave to vote for Dave Trone. So Neil, Neil Parrott had his, his, his race stolen from him and now I don't believe Dave Trone is a legitimate uh, member of Congress because of that. Now he's trying to represent it. So this, this, this is happening all across the country. It's brand new because of COVID and cheat by mail. So where, where they don't check the idea, you, you don't have to show up in person. You don't have to present an ID when you request a ballot by mail. So now they're exploiting what we call dirty voter rolls, and Catherine Engelbeck has caught all that. But that's just one type of, of several types of cheating that's going on. That we're, that we're working on across the country. And it and, and here's how it affects people. So if they if they let these these fake names vote, that is voter suppression. Your, your constitutional other people's legitimate rights to vote are being suppressed by letting the fake names vote. You know, so why, in other why words, let me jump
2: in on that. In other words, yeah. it's watered down. If for every one of my votes, somebody else, they drop two fake votes in for Biden. Now, I'm watered yeah. down. I don't have a legitimate 100% value on my vote.
0: Right. You don't. Joe Biden gets the two-for-one treatment, but you don't, right? Everybody else doesn't. If you're an, a Republican voter, you, do, you don't get that because Republicans go by the rules generally, and the Democrats who are hell-bent on retaining power, they're going to cheat any way they possibly can, and, and including, you know, not looking at signatures, not looking at IDs. You know, organically, you know, Neil Parrott won. Organically, President Trump Trump won um, and many others. And it affects the ballot questions. It affects every race, school board. There, there's, there's cheating we found in the last three years because of this cheat by mail and, and other reasons. Where we're, we're no longer getting a, a full representative democ- uh, republic here, so we need to tighten all that up, and folks can get involved to challenge the dirty voter rolls. Like if somebody, some of those fake names, your neighbors, that apartment building, that nursing home, those, some of those fake names are on there, you say, hey, they should not be getting a, a, a ballot by mail because they, they're dead, they're illegal, they're moved. And you challenge them at your, you know, go to Montgomery County or Frederick County and just say, hey, listen, these people we see, and, and they will report to you as people, and they might, be, might not be real people, any registration you request the mail, ballot by mail, they, they disclose those names ahead of time, like as they're doing them 60 days before the election. So you can see that the names who are requesting ballots. And people can then challenge them, say, "Hey, that person doesn't live there anymore. That person's dead," you know. And you go to Frederick County and say, "Hey, that person, somebody's committing a crime, a felony, on their behalf. They're taking their identity and they're trying to vote for somebody who's dead." And you challenge them in Frederick County and Montgomery County and say, "Hey, this is—they're trying to steal the election again in 2024. So we have to stop that."
2: So there's so much in what you said when you when you have. Um... This fraud that's occurring and it's fraud on the people. It's not only fraud on the government, but it's fraud on the people. Um, When you look at, you said something and I don't want to step over it. You said this all happened because of COVID. So many of us believe that the China virus was indeed a bioweapon that was released on The globe right but if you think about it, it it affected elections around the world not just ours so if indeed the plan from people like klaus schwab and harari who's crazy and soros and those globalists if their intention is one world order if their intention this is not a conspiracy theory if indeed this occurred And it connects to and affects our elections. And it affected Brazil, Argentina, you know, Guatemala. I mean, it affected all the different races between the globalist mentality or the far left progressive communists versus the capitalists and the, you know, those who believe in sovereignty of a nation. Um, if indeed that was occurring, that is international interference in our elections at some level. might be hard to prove. But, you know, when you said COVID affected that, and if we say that COVID was not an accident, and I think many of us know that it wasn't, um, then, then there are far-reaching consequences here that go not only within our borders but beyond. And, and so as we're in this global battle for, for integrity and the purity of a nation and the ability to to govern ourselves and not be governed by outside influences, you know, when we talk about the, the – you, you can roll it out to all that's been going on in the Hunter Biden thing, which is a whole nother show, but the point being – that his actions in cahoots with international parties and, in some cases, our, quote, enemies, have far-reaching consequences because his daddy's now in the White House because of all of this election fraud. But what do you say to the people, because I don't think – there's still enough democrats i don't think they get it I, I don't think that enough democrats get that their vote was stolen too like it's okay because their guy got in but look what we're dealing with now in our economy and our, our our southern border and you know the crime rates are escalating and oh by the way bad actors have come in through the through, through the southern border and we know they're here in our nation ready willing and able to harm us the consequences are so broad robert what do you say to the democrats who refuse to accept that something bad happened in these elections
0: so i, I can look at it from a top down but but more importantly a bottom-up approach so the, the china virus was an excuse to loosen the validation and verification requirements now you can say well you know i don't i don't, I don't attribute that to some inter- international conspiracy. I think it was just it was local folks, the Maryland le- legislature, who said, oh, yeah, let's not check anybody's IDs. Let's just relax it, and any- anybody can vote. We don't really care whether they're dead or illegal or felons. Just we are just, like, let everybody request the ballot. And then they would also just flood the market with ballots and mail out live ballots to anybody to the post office those were decisions made by the Maryland legislature and they, they're maybe they're thinking, well, you know, COVID is, governor, people are,
2: the governor, in, yeah, the the governor right. he added all those right. drop-in boxes. He exactly, increased exactly. our drop-in those are the, boxes. Those are the,
0: that, that's the people who are directly to blame. Okay. They, they were like, you oh, know, well, we, all these people can't go to the polls and, and we don't need to check their IDs <laughs> and, and we don't really care if they're real or not. And that's when everybody's else's vote gets suppressed so if you if you let if you let anybody into the election including people who are dead illegal don't live in the state they've moved then you're suppressing the regular citizens of maryland's vote just like you're in, in wisconsin the same thing happened there georgia same thing there new york it's happening there
2: we're going to come back with robert Bose everybody you're listening to the jen charlton show we're going to take a quick break for news and weather i'd like to announce our totalwellfit.com health and wellness site please go check it out there's a 25 percent savings through the end of the month thank you also to u.s flag service and sweeties on the creek for their sponsorships please support them however you can we appreciate
1: them we'll be right back Show your patriotism with a flag from the United States Flag Service. They offer premium, high-quality flags that are made in the USA. Whether it's the grand old flag, your favorite military flag, or a historical flag, celebrate your freedom with a flag from the United States Flag Service. Go to USFlagService.com That's USFlagService.com to see their selection of available flags. And then call 1-800-USA-FLAG to purchase your flag today. USA Flag Service. Fly your flag for freedom.
2: Welcome back to the Jen Charlton Show. I have with me today Robert Bowes who has been an absolute hero in this quest to restore our nation. And so many of us patriots out there who are committed to making America great again, and uh, it starts with our vote, and there's so much more to do, but today, we deal with our vote, and I don't want people to give up hope, but I do want you to notice that there are ways in your neighborhoods, like Robert was saying, you can go around and check the voter rolls. We're going to figure out how to get you that information, and I'm going to give you a deadline. In Maryland, we must fix this by February 1. The deadline's like the 10th, but let's not leave it to that much, that long, right? By February 1, we have to clean up the mess. So I've taken it upon myself to get the voter rolls for my precinct where I vote. And I'm going to go through it. And I'm going to find out who these people are. Um, I suggest you do the same. Reach out to the uh, Frederick Conservative Club, Frederick County Conservative Club. Uh, You can find them on Facebook in a private group, Fred Profiter. Reach out to them. He will help you get your precinct voter rolls so you can start to identify where the fraud is around you. That's the first thing. The second thing is we have to continue to support the efforts in the legal Battles that are going on because they're carrying the heavy lift. So, Robert, how can people support your efforts financially so that you can do the legal work that you guys are doing in all these battles around the country?
0: Oh, well, thank you. So, no, I, I, there are my immediate um, efforts. I was a Trump administration appointee, a banker by Secretary Carson. The, the main folks I'm helping now are those that have been falsely accused in Georgia, the 19, including President Trump, and in Michigan. These are the, what they call the fake electors, but these were actually the legitimate contingent electors. So my, my, I set up a website that, that is just a pure pass-through. I don't make any money, but it's electorsfund.org. You can go directly to their each individual's give, send, go to help them with their legal defense funds. So that's one um, there are other groups out there, obviously Maryland voter integrity is a great one. Uh, the, um, United Sovereign Americans, which is a a, a group across the country do, doing voter roll cleanup. You can help them but um, it's, it, it's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me it's very important to make sure that that individuals legitimate real people in in Maryland in in West Virginia and Pennsylvania they, they have their votes counted once. And that's it. And that no one else is going to dilute their vote or suppress their vote. So getting the voter rolls to say, hey, this person moved next, next door. I know that, you know, that apartment building shouldn't have 100 people in it, you know, or, or it's only it's only got 10 units. Why do they have 100 people <laughs> listed in there? You go and say you challenge that. And you say they should not get absentee ballots. They should not have they should not be voting by mail because they don't live there. So that that's a, an immediate thing that should be done before February 1st. Yes. Yeah.
2: And I actually think temporary restraining orders are in order. We need to stop the action. You know, as a business owner, if something was going on fraudulently in my business, I would stop the action. I would do whatever I had to do to ensure I got control of the situation immediately. And we don't think that way when it comes to government. We think, oh, well, it's a low, you know, long slog to the finish line. Oh, well, that's government. You know, it takes a while. No, in some cases, it's so dramatically impactful, we must stop the action right now. And that's where these temporary restraining orders are critical to ensuring no more fraud occurs. And there's always a little right. bit of fraud, just like there's always a little bit of unemployment. But that little bit of fraud is should be 1%, 2%, 3%, not 14% as found in Georgia. The other thing I want to mention that because of, we're covering this on our show, we had a listener reach out to me by email and tell us that he has a single family home that he owns that has a second address associated with it for Apartment A. Now he doesn't have an Apartment A, and there's only one, you know, family living in that single family home he's renting it to them. So the point is, in cases where and you kind of mentioned it, I want everybody to be aware of, don't assume that an address is accurate because it has an apartment associated with it. If it's a single family home, I don't believe they're allowed to have that postal uh, demarcation. So, you want to make sure that they're not adding frivolous addresses that are not reality into the voter roll because, again, that inflates the voter rolls. And the ultimate impact is let's say you go, for, like you said, in, in I think it was Wisconsin where they have three million more voters, in some cases, you had more voter ids and you had you know people of uh, of eligible age to vote so that universe that statistical universe is not is not accurate and that is a recipe for fraud so i want to go back to let's talk about rudy i mean everybody loves america's mayor except for maybe the people who you know you know went up against him the democrats or whatever but tell us what's going on with that situation.
0: Yeah, so, so Rudy Giuliani was sued for defamation by two women from Georgia, Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss, mother-daughter team. They were election workers in Fulton County, Georgia. And if you remember the, the, uh, the video that came out in December of 2020, of uh, the Georgia State Senate had a video in the State Farm Arena down there where the Hawks play. And the, they were these two women pulling containers from under a, a, a draped black draped table. This is the suitcases under the table issue. And it was after the observers had been had had left the the area, ten thirty at night, that so several people stayed on late afterwards to to scan about tens of thousands of extra ballots. And so this Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss you know, they, they put them – they were on video, and many people commented saying, hey, what are those women doing, including Rudy Giuliani. He said he looks like they're stealing the election, he said. So they, they sued him for defamation, and it, it, the case just actually um, happened in DC, D.C. federal court this week, and uh, Rudy Giuliani uh, was blocked by the judge, Beryl Howell. She's uh, she's a J6 judge as well, very uh, Obama appointee. She blocked Rudy's ability to present any evidence, and Rudy's lawyer didn't even cross-examine Ruby Freeman or Shea Moss. So the ju- the jury who was there this week, they they were not the jury for the liability part of the trial. They were just there to, discuss, to determine what amount of damages from his, you know, alleged defaming these two women by saying they're, they're stealing an election. So, and and there were all these, because of that, there were all these other online, you know, purported online threats, you know, they, millions and millions apparently of uh, people saw these, these, these allegedly fake statements and false statements. So the, the, the jury was, was bamboozled into believing that that they were defamed and awarded it's in, in the order rudy giuliani to pay them 148 million dollars in damages (laughs) but okay so the guess what the uh the lawyers for ruby freeman and shay moss are the same lawyers for hunter biden for the for the family of seth rich they're they're the same team that's suing president trump in new york for the the E. Jean Carroll case. Who
2: are they? What are their names? What's the attorney? So
0: it's, the, the firm is called Wilkie, Farr, and Gallagher with Michael Gottlieb and then also John Langford. And there's another one, I can't remember, uh, Joy Greenhill or something from, from uh, Protect Democracy. So it's basically a bunch of uh, liberal, progressive lawyers who are out to get President Trump. Okay, so that's ironic. That's they
2: call it protect democracy as they're destroying it. Exactly. Um, so, so it the jury awards democracy. 148 million in damages.
0: Yep. They did it. It was a fraud on the court. This, this, this whole, all the evidence that Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss presented to the court was a fraud because they omitted Ruby's own admissions. She made a body cam admission to the to, with the FBI present. At the Cobb County Police Station, January 4th of 2021, she admitted that she was told to scan ballots after observers were there, which is illegal. And she was say, here's in her words, I'll just repeat him because we have the body cam, the transcript. She said, lucky because everybody was gone, boom, under the table, cut the zip ties and scan them so the number would go up. She was, she was instructed, she said they, the count was really low, it was very low. Okay, where did
2: those where did those ballots under the table, Robert, come from?
0: <laughs> Good question. <laughs> so they were sealed in zip ties, which means that they had already been processed, okay, closed up, scanned, counted, whatever. Or there's another possibility that they were there as contingent. They were I mean the paper themselves was probably real ballots, but they were you know they were there in case they needed to, to scan some extra ballots. So we are going to give Ruby a chance in Georgia to tell her story again. But, But on the body cam, she admitted, she said that the Fulton DA and the Georgia Secretary of State are what they're saying is false and a fraud. She said the USBs are going to blow your mind. You're going to be amazed. She's basically alleging improper use of the memory cards.
2: Do you think she was threatened? She was, Do you think her life was threatened if she didn't uh, uh, renege on that testimony?
0: I don't know if – well, that's – no, I don't think she was threatened. I think she was induced to change her story. They immediately after that body cam, she, the FBI – and she testified to this at the J6 committee – that she said the FBI came to her house the next morning and took her from her home for two months. That, in my opinion, was witness tampering. The, day, the night before, she admits to election fraud. She admits to, to this surreptitious illegal scanning. She admits to the improper use of USB ports. She says that the, 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 the DA didn't investigate. All they did in the FBI, they said just they didn't ask her any questions, and she didn't answer any questions because she didn't have an attorney present. She wanted an attorney. She wanted to go live on every platform, she said. And she did this voluntarily at the Cobb County police station. Nobody pressured her. So, so the, the fact is that none of this came out in the Rudy Giuliani trial. And had it come out, it would have implicated her in, as being instructed to be a part of the election fraud. This is, I can guarantee you, this is going to come out. She's going to be called to the witness stand in Georgia in that case. And, and um, is it, it a, a 100% contradiction to the fraud they just perpetrated on this court in the DC case. 100%. Could she be
2: charged if this is reversed and found to be inaccurate? Could she be charged with perjury or any other charges?
0: Yes, she could. I I believe she perjured herself in that case in DC with her statements to the court and and I believe that the that the her lawyers are complicit in that perjury that they I, they were part of the fraud on the court. They lied to What the was court. the
2: name of the, the law firm again
0: uh, Michael Gottlieb he lied to the court uh, from Wilkie Farr, and Gallagher and there were 11 had 11 lawyers on her side. Rudy, Rudy Giuliani had one very poor lawyer on his side and but, but Rudy, Rudy's statement was he's going to file an appeal or if fi- ask for a new trial. he's right. They blocked him from using his own evidence and and the other side omitted material, Contradictions that had but here's were very the valid. There's a
2: responsibility on the court. They well, know the that video exists. Jury. So, so sorry, I may be talking over you. I Apologize. What we have to understand here is that that judge is also complicit. See, this is the fail. It's not a failure. It's the absolute corruption in the Department of Justice. They know that video exists. That video is irrefutable. It's irrefutable.
0: It's her own words.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So Ruby's own words. Well, but my point is, when you look at the video of them taking the stuff from underneath the the the, uh, table, maybe that's insufficient without her testimony. But that video is quite damning in and of itself, is it not?
0: It is damning. And guess what? There's more of a cover-up. So Gabe Sterling and Brad Raffensberger came in and said, oh, no, that was fine. That was what they were supposed to do. And they weren't counted twice because you didn't hit the accept button on the scanner. Guess what? He's flat wrong. None of those ballots should have counted. Zero. Because they were not eligible to be counted. The observers had been the observers had left the building now they're quibbling well well we weren't told to leave but but actually they were told to leave and everybody packed up ruby freeman herself said
2: wasn't that hold on let's back up wasn't that robert the incident where they had a plumbing issue
0: there there was the allegation of a water main leak which was not true they actually think it was like an overflow toilet that dripped on the floor no big deal but that was a ruse and everybody, all the workers in there, they had zipped up their coats. They had zipped up. She, she testified, or she, well, she did on body cam. She said, we had sealed up the containers, packed up everything. We were ready, and and they, they were told, you got to. It came in. The count is really low. It's really low. You got to find more ballots. And she said we can't because we've scanned them all. With this, this is an important admission. She said we have scanned them all. There are no more to be scanned. But then they said, ah boom under the table there's these extra containers of ballots go ahead and scan them so the number would go up she admitted to that on body camp and none of that came out in the Rudy Giuliani case she's never it's never come out in any case so far but in the meantime she's think oh they, they lot she's saying that Rudy lied about her that all these people were sending her hate hate messages and she wants 148 million dollars in damages guess what and there was a day there and she's a good person but but she was an opportunist and she she basically got bought off by the FBI, and um, and she's wanted to cash in and make make some money on this thing. So at one point she had a contrite moment. She told the truth, and I think we're going to hold her to that um, that truth that she she admitted on January fourth of twenty twenty one.
2: Well, it sounds like to me, Robert, Miss Ruby made a pact with the devil,
0: yes, and that never did. turns she, she, out. She said. She said she's a Christian, but, um, and she did the right thing at one point, but then they think the, uh, the, the regime got to her and bought her off.
2: So we just have a few minutes left here. Uh, so I want to make sure that we leave people empowered. Gang, we have holidays coming up, and I, and I want to thank you all for, from the bottom of my heart for being listeners and sharing our information, you can go to WFMD's app and share the podcast. Go to, actually, WFMD.com. You can also follow me on Rumble. And this information is really important to get out because there's lots of content right now. It's overwhelming, frankly, how much information is being released right now because a lot of stuff is coming out and coming to a head. And I believe we will make progress, but it can't be done without the army of we, the citizens, out there doing the do and cleaning up these voter rolls and holding the election boards to account. And let's also say prayers for Rudy Giuliani and all the others affected by the fraud. Many people have spent, in some cases, their life savings. Uh, Mike Lindell is one of those. He's been a hero. He's tried to do the right thing and he's been attacked viciously for it. Um, There are a lot of people who have put a lot of time and effort in to trying to save our nation and Robert Bose you are one of those gentlemen and I am so grateful for you and grateful for your hard work and the fact that you're staying on top of this stuff so that I can call you and say Robert can you speak to XYZ and really give people good information is there anything else you want to say about what's going on? I think they've had some uh, new efforts in, uh, in the Midwest, in Wisconsin, and, um, and so forth. I think also Washington County had some th- and Washington State had some things. Anything else you want to mention? Yes,
0: yeah, so there's more. Uh, more um, there's a movie coming out that um, shows the election fraud in Arizona. On Wednesday, the movie State of Denial. Arizona, uh, there'll be another state of denial, Georgia. Uh, the donors have, have pro- produced an hour long video. It's free on, on rumble and X, which is Twitter. That'll come out on Wednesday. night. you can, you can see how the, they stole the 2022 election in Arizona state of denial that's out there now. And then, um, in Wisconsin, there is, uh, there are efforts to clean up the 3 million. So they only have 4, 4 million voting age population in Wisconsin. But they have seven million names on the voter rolls, so we are working on efforts there for the le- with the legislature, and actually most likely going to recall the Republican uh, speaker of the House who is blocking the cleaning up the voter uh, cleaning up of the voter rolls. So Robin Voss is probably going to be recalled. Another candidate's going to go in, and that's that's going to trigger a, a series of events events that will will restore election integrity in Wisconsin. Same thing with Georgia. We have the case coming up in all the 19 folks there are um, in, in, indicted, in, in falsely indicted as co-conspirators in Georgia. Their case is going to have lots of great evidence coming out that is going to exonerate President Trump. Um, and there's a, there's a hearing actually next week on the 19th. Uh, one of the complaints before the state election board in Georgia is going to show that there were, Uh, this is on top of what Catherine Engelbrecht is talking about. There was another 17,000 votes that shouldn't have counted that had no connection, any real people there as well. So that's going to be, sorry, sorry,
2: where was that, Robert?
0: Georgia state election board, 17,000 votes. Remember the gap was only 11,000 in Georgia. So between what Catherine Engelbrecht says is 67,000 and what this other allegation is true, 17,000 votes that shouldn't have counted. We're talking about 85,000 that, that, most most likely all Biden voters.
2: So let let me ask you just to wrap up in this last Mm -hmm. couple of minutes, let's say those 85,000 votes did not do the damage that they did. What would have been the outcome in Georgia? Oh,
0: president Trump and and Senator Perdue would have won. They both all the Republicans would have won. And, and the U S Senate would have been retained as Republican. Um, we, we wouldn't have all the mess we have now with 10 million people coming across the border illegally invading our country. We wouldn't have gas prices, you know, tripled, <clears throat> you know, housing prices and the cost of living wouldn't have gone up 25 you know,
2: percent. And the all, dollar wouldn't be trash.
0: Con- right. Right. This is a real consequence to these to these elections. It affects all the policies. Your school, your children wouldn't have been indoctrinated to gender you know, cr- cr- craziness. If, Dysphoria. if President Trump were still in office, right?
2: If yeah. So, so many, I want you know, to say something to. Go ahead. It all starts. Go ahead.
0: It all it all starts with your vote. If your vote is suppressed, then then you if you lose your vote, then then the policies will follow.
2: So, in this last minute, I want to leave people with: there is no way in the inner cities of Baltimore, Chicago, Philadelphia, LA, San Francisco, Atlanta, that those voters would continue to choose that failed leadership. They're just not that stupid. So as evidenced by the constant uh, maintenance of these cities in Democrat control, I've spoken with enough people in Baltimore to know, and frankly some people in Chicago, to know that they wouldn't keep choosing this. The black community in Baltimore wants better than all the crime and mayhem and death and destruction that they've been dealing with. And it's the same leadership over and over. Why? Because they've been installed for decades. It Decades. This problem with voter Suppression and voter corruption has been going on in those cities for far longer, and then they rolled it out across the country after COVID. And that's what happened. Listen, everybody, have a great week. Robert Bowes, you're awesome. Thank you so much for being with us today. Everybody, Thank you. enjoy Christmas. the holidays. Be merry, be safe, and we'll talk to you next Saturday morning on WFMD. Follow us on Rumble at the Jen Charlton Show. And on Twitter, I'm on X now, at Real Jen Charlton. Have a great week.
0: News Radio 930, WFMB.
2: When was the last time you had freshly made ice cream or candy? Sweeties on the Creek offers a wide selection of fresh, creamy ice cream made with natural flavors. Stop in for a new fun flavor or a classic, yummy favorite perched on a freshly made waffle cone. Just in, Sweeties has a huge assortment of candy, including freshly made, in store, delicious chocolates. Your young ones will love all the plush toys and fun gifts, too. Sweeties on the Creek, just up from Market Street. We're scooping now.